listening to the Digging Dexter podcast with Victor. And uh, Marissa. Mikhail. I'm Victor Miguel. And I'm Marissa Mikhail. And today we are here to discuss episode five of season two of Dexter titled the dark defender is it really episode five crazy right oh my gosh yeah that actually is crazy you know last week we sort of ended phase one yep do you have any idea what phase we're starting today hmm could it be two damn wow that's why i'm dating you babe not just beauty (laughs) um stars on set yes (laughs) we are recording our episode to put it to our youtube page took a lot of work i mean you just stars on set so you just arrived and i help with lighting cameras, cam- you did help with lighting um we got a gopro camera for yes. our vacation coming up in california uh, that we talked this, about I, I think this episode is going to come out when we're like come home this Very is a come cool. home episode right one two three four five yes this is like the day after san it's francisco it's gonna bring us home so by now people have seen some of our dexter shots that yeah visit in long beach so we got this gopro and we instantly pretty much fell in love with how cool it is yeah um and then victor got the idea of uh re- videoing it recording it to possibly put it on youtube correct yeah i want to do it with some episodes um I just so happened to do it with this episode, but it turns out like this episode is, I think, and we'll get into it, like this is my, this has been the best episode for me so far in Dexter, and it just so happens like I have a Dark Defender shirt. Well, I was going to ask, is that the only reason why no, you were... totally. I'm telling you... So no. you just happen to want to record when you have the matching shirt? No, the shirt... No, no. Yes and no. <laughs> and if you watch it on YouTube, um, Marissa has our officially sponsored digging dexter shirt yes um, i had no, to try to like, one-up you <laughs> but the toy that i have that i got from comic-con in 2013 is up on the uh video as well and we have our little digging dexter official sponsor so when we woke up this morning it's july 15th uh ironically we are going to florida supercon which is the comic-con down here um this morning we woke up and you'll have already known this but we're on spotify now yeah so, so cool kind of cool um that being said, let's get into some of the episode. Let's do it. Um, this episode is also, being that it's the start of phase two, this is episode is also like, even though a lot of stuff happens in the episode, and I definitely feel like this episode moves really fast. Yeah. Um, this episode is a uh, like a calm before the storm okay. episode. Like there's, it sets up a lot for like what's about to happen. I feel like in every episode so far this season, it's been like a lot of layering. Yeah. And like every episode, it's like you get another layer, another like that you could kind of tell like something big is going to happen soon, you know? And we're like heading towards there. Like, yeah, I think like the next episode stuff really starts to like that's been set up, you know, Um, like I was saying, this has been like my favorite, like putting on like the digging Dexter lens or whatever and having to like talk about everything and like whatever. Um you know, it's kind of like we watch The Office and we don't even, like, imagine we had to do a podcast on that. No. You, but what I'm saying is you'd sit there and you'd analyze and yeah. you'd probably realize a lot of other stuff. We realize things after watching the same episode 25 times. Right, right. We realize new things. But like this, like, <laughs> having to, like, analyze it just puts it in a different lens. Totally. So going into, I didn't know any, a lot of the stuff that we're about to talk about, but 
this episode got like nominated for an Emmy. Oh, nice. This, this is the episode they submitted. Like, I didn't episode- know an episode could get nominated, just one episode. Uh, yeah. Oh. Um, for like writing and directing oh, okay. and whatever. Um, so, yeah, this episode has been like my favorite. Like when I first, when we first watched it, I was like, holy shit. Like, you mm-hmm. know, like, damn, this was a really good episode. Yeah. And then I was like, all right, am I just like responding to like cool stuff that happens? And like, no. Um, but I guess that being said, we can get into the episode yep our episode opens up with and again how many times i'm gonna say my favorite but this really is one of my favorite uh um, openings and it's like calm peaceful serene music uh again by daniel licht um and the use of coffee yeah in an episode a dexter episode also like using the heat in miami Mm -hmm. this again like everyone's sort of glistening again um if you notice in this opening coffee shop, like there is a Cuban flag. See it back there? Yeah. And um, there you see people playing dominoes. dominoes. Yeah. It's, that's a cool little, um, like, it's funny. Like, that's like a nod to Miami. Yeah. But, like, you know, uh, where is that park? Domino Park. And um, not Little Haiti. Uh, Calle Ocho. Uh, can you stall for a second so I can... Bring up the episode synopsis. Sure. So this has absolutely nothing to do with Dexter, but well, kind of a little bit. But when he's talking um, that he enjoys waiting online, I oddly enough have that same sentiment on my days off. And I like whenever I'm waiting in line, whether it's the bank or whether it's at like Dunkin Donuts for a coffee, whatever it is, you'll see people get like so like, like antsy and like oh what they only have one cashier and on my days off i like love waiting in line i don't know why it's just like i just like enjoy not having to be in a rush to go anywhere yeah it's like i don't know but i totally get where he's coming from like i enjoy it but only on my days off when i have to work (laughs) no no no. uh just to uh, i'll get back to it just to give you this episode recap um dexter investigates a crime scene in a comic book store where he sees a poster of the dark defender which is inspired by the bay harbor butcher uh after he dreams the dark defender saved his mother's life when he was young lila encouraged him to seek closure by confronting one of his mother's killers santos jimenez meanwhile dexter suspects that her new boyfriend gabriel is using her to write a book about her engagement to the first season's ice truck killer and also um gail gets right in the middle between Dexter yeah. and Rita. Um, to your point about waiting in line or whatever, um, have you ever, and I feel like we've had this discussion before, paid for someone's coffee or do the thing where you go to the drive-thru and like you say, hey, how much is the person behind me coffee? Um, I, I feel like we've done that together or we spoke about or someone paid for your coffee. So you paid for someone's groceries. When? Oh, yes, yes, Months yes, ago, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I've had someone pay for my coffee before. I know I've paid for like... We're I referring know- to, on the line, everyone's sort of like saying like, talking about the Bay Harbor Butcher and then like this woman who's online who has a kid on her, in mm-hmm. her hands, like can't reach her wallet. Which, yeah. By the way, woman, have your money ready. Okay, well, <laughs> she's got a kid. <laughs> um, And then Dexter goes ahead and pays for her and like the ironic part of it or the, the, the comedic part of it, she goes, you're a godsend. Yeah. And you know, whatever. Um. I've definitely done this before, but it's such like a, it's a really good way to like, you ever like, I don't know. I, I like, God, talk about fucking getting deep. I be like, I like believe in karma. So I believe like when you pay for someone's coffee, it yeah. doesn't come back to you. Like someone pays for your coffee. You ever like, 
oh god i hope it's 3.99 not 4.99 and it is 3.99 yeah oh, perfect like that's how i believe karma yeah. comes back to you or whatever you know what i used to do um and this was a long time ago like before the sun pass and the easy passes if you and like your a family member were like driving somewhere and then you would pay for their toll behind them like we would oh, drive wow. to disney a lot right and it would be like oh i want to pay for theirs but it would, it would be like my mom like you would yeah, know yeah. them you know um but still that was like always a thing like oh rush to get in front of them so we could pay for them <laughs> Uh, and then again, going back to like our discussion last episode, the idea of Dexter or, you know, the Bay Harbor Butcher being good or bad, you know, because everyone's like, you know, and that says how it sort of would happen today. Like, sure. it, it's going to be, you know, and then all of a sudden it's like water cooler talk, for yeah. lack of a better term. All over you know? Facebook, all over. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, Deb, Dexter asked about Gabriel. And Deb says, we're taking it slow. No sex, just cuddling. Yeah. Gross. <laughs> Why are you discussing that with your brother? I no? don't know. No, I, I would never discuss any of that with my brother. <laughs> yeah, so, just, no, yeah. It's really weird just to be like, no, no, we're not yeah. we're not, we're not having sex tonight, by the way. We're just cuddling. Yeah. Like, well, thanks for the update. <laughs> uh, so, Dexter gets called to a crime scene in a comic book store. Um, so, I was researching a little bit before we recorded that they wanted to use an Aquaman snow globe. We see that someone has been killed, and then mm-hmm. we figure out. Well, Dexter finds out that uh, uh, they had used a snow globe. Yeah, they wanted to use Aquaman snow globe, but like DC wouldn't give. Oh the my right. gosh! Um, and they said they had like there was different names they wanted to use for the Dark Defender, like the Eradic. I think it was the Eradicator and Judge Justice or something, and they settled on Dark Defender. And the writer um, of the episode and the artist who drew. So the artist who drew up the Dark Defender, who, funny that he looks just like Michael C. Hall, right? Yeah. Like, he just his chin. A thousand percent, yeah. Um, the drawer, the, is that how you say Artist? It? The artist, um, is Alvaro, the guy who they end up chasing. Oh my God. End. Yeah. Uh, and there's another, there's another uh, cameo in here, but I, I didn't. I kind of did really fast research. I feel like on this crime scene, and we kind of already know it, but I feel like on this crime scene, you see Dexter back to his self like back on like you could oh, yeah, Dexter's he's like back. happy at the crime yeah, yeah, scene sure. he's like loving this like he's like un, un just you know or um unraveling clues and, and yeah. finding out things and you could just tell like he's back on point you know yeah no definitely um and you know also this is not the first time dex i'm sorry michael c hall does a superhero in a in a tv series do you rem- I don't know if you remember because you kind of this is kind of when we started dating, but uh, season four of Six Feet Under, when the the comic book shelf falls on top of the guy. I remember that. Yeah, and it's like the blue twister, and I don't think Michael C. Hall plays. I, I-, I can't. Man, that's another thing. I said I was going to research it before. Didn't but, you have um, a podcast on Six Feet Under? Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> you would think. I don't remember. I remember that episode, and I remember season four. I don't remember him playing a superhero. I don't but... think he plays a superhero, but I think he has a superhero sequence fantasy. Okay. I think, because I think it's after uh, That's My Dog, okay. that episode. Um, but whatever. Um, 
And, you know, we're investigating a crime scene here, but, like, the crime scene is not what's the focus. It's the Dark Defender. Yeah. And uh, it's, sorry, mm-hmm. it's kind of like what you always say, how um, Dexter has some, like, childlike tendencies. Oh, for sure. The fact that he's, like, almost, like, just, like, blown away by this, like, Dark Defender <laughs> yeah, idea. Yeah. It just kind of brings it back down a little bit to, like, those child childish ways, yeah. in a sense. You know, like, those, like, childish tendencies that he has at times. But, like, also, like... It's also about him. Oh, for sure. Like, literally, yeah. you know. Um, but I guess I guess what I was referring to is like the way that he's like staring at the poster sure, and just like sure, in sure. awe. It, it made yeah. me like look at him as like, yeah. Kind of reminds me of your nephew. Oh my God, <laughs> the way I know. Just, like, like, whoa. Like open mouth. Yeah, you know? like when he sees Mickey and he thinks he's real. <laughs> um, and I think, I, so I think the guy who's playing dead, the the guy yep. who, whatever, um, is, it, that's a cameo as well and obviously mm. not a whatever type of cameo. Uh, so... I think we can start our storylines. We're going to save Dexter and Lila for the end. Okay. So we got Deb, Gabriel, Lundy, and Sword of Bay Harbor Butcher, Dexter, Rita, and Gail. I guess Dokes and LaGuerta. Wherever you want to start. I guess I'll start with Dokes and LaGuerta because that's kind it. of a fun storyline. Um, so LaGuerta tries to talk, to talk to Dokes and... This joke doesn't fit as well here, but Dokes is a horn dog for <laughs> just police work, right? Like he's yeah. so, um, <laughs> like he just can't. You know, Greta's actually trying to talk to him like a person, and yeah. he's just so focused on on police. Go ahead. I think though, like my father is a retired police officer, and mm-hmm. I think to a certain extent, like if you are a police officer, and if you are, and I don't mean this to to sound any specific way, but if you are like a good, like dedicated, like hardcore police, you almost can't switch it off. You can't turn it off. I get no. that. Like my dad, I don't know if you ever noticed, and he doesn't do it as much anymore. He's been retired for a while, but for the longest time, like he was always constantly like watching people, or like just like yeah, like always yeah. observing like your surroundings and stuff. And um, my mom would always yell at him, like, what are you doing? You know, and he would say, like, I'm sorry. Like, it's just like, it's what I do. It's it's, it's in their, like, blood, <laughs> yeah, you know? Yeah. I think Dokes is, like, a little bit over the top. And again, it's, Definitely. it's a TV show, but he's like... And it's Dokes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, mentions Dokes, you know, therapy for Dokes. And it's like, you know, you realize, like, it's kind of scary that Dokes killed two people. And he's business as usual. Yeah. Like, the case, investigation. Yeah. Where does he live, whatever. You know, it's kind of funny. Like, he could almost be, like... It's funny, like he's not mentioned as like the Bay Harbor butcher, like in yeah. in, a, in a station where yeah every like you know I mean obviously we know Do- Dexter is but like it's funny like Dokes killed two people no problem under the radar yeah yeah totally you know um, so Laguerta wants to stay on Dokes case so they decide they decide to stake out Alvaro together on the stakeout we learn a few things yeah Laguerta and Dokes had some relations bone zone. Bone zone. <laughs> they were in the bone zone. Wow. You know, I wonder, and I know our our um our friend Zach, who runs the uh the Dexter Twitter account, he'll he'll probably be able to like. I wonder if because remember last episode, Doak says he was married. No. I mean, I don't think they ever make any mention of it, but it's worthy of like thinking it's, about. It's worthy of a thought for sure. I didn't think about it. I feel like how could you? Work with your ex-wife. Yes, but this is also a world, and much like Six Feet Under, like, you know, Miami's tremendous. There's so many goddamn people in Miami. And, like, this show would lead you to think there's only, like... It, you know what I'm saying? Like, just it's a very closed... I guess. I just feel like dating someone, though, and being married to someone is so different. Also, poli- like, a, a police station, police force is a different career 
like it's not the same as like me or you we go to work and we have co- you yeah. know what i mean like you have higher ups and like you know you mess up at work it's just kind of like whatever yeah but, you know you can't you can mess up as a police officer. i'm just you know uh, i don't know it's just something no, worthy yeah, of, totally of thinking you know um and how i, I don't want to i don't know if the word is crafty nifty is dokes like you know like Guerta's going in on dokes about yeah you know how could you not be okay you need like therapy and everything and then you know and she's saying it like my my police my station like i need to know you're okay whatever and then like dokes just hits hits her with like the two piece in a biscuit yeah the bertrand you were boning bertrand i can't believe and then the best you, part that was, was your biggest gasp i know of this series <laughs> <laughs> the best part though was that she was like how did you know or how long have you known her? and he's like well i didn't know for sure until just now and it's like oh my god that's, I mean, that's like really smart to just like yeah. kind of throw it out there and see what happens yeah. you know um and it's the same way like she probably got hit so off guard. Oh, totally. And if she was in another setting, she probably would have been like, no. Yeah. You're, but she was I just feel so like, like. You literally saw her like take a step back. Like, yeah. Yeah. What? <laughs> you know? Um, you know, and they do this stakeout on this Alvaro. Mm-hmm. And then it's funny when you actually see Alvaro, that guy has no. And I asked, I asked you for the word here. He has no sense of urgency. No. Like, I don't know why they were made this out to be a big. I was going to like, you know, I, I, I mean, he's just like a big dude. And he doesn't seem like the type to ever run. Yeah. Like you know? when you go from like someone as scary as little Chino. Yeah. Like that guy's yeah. just totally. Uh, um, I guess we could go to Deb and Gabriel here. Cause I want to like, uh, we'll spurs in Dexter, yeah. Rita and Gail. Deb is the worst. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> like it's just, there's just something really funny about her being like, two feet away from the drawer and ironically we have the scene on right now like yeah and she's just going through it like what did she expect to find in there in his underwear drawer i don't know like let's you know what the worst she could have found is drugs right i guess like like if there was a knife there was gonna be knife with dripping blood on it i like, feel you know? like and as i'm saying this it's like duh it's a tv show i feel like people only hide things in their underwear drawer on tv like you know what i mean like i don't know like just like who <laughs> yeah. like like if even if like if, I don't know. I don't know. No, no. I, I know what you're saying. That's funny. I was going to... And then it sounded really bad. So I was going to say, like, if I had drugs, I wouldn't put them in my inner drawer, but I don't do drugs. Like, you <laughs> yeah, know, like, yeah. But, like, that's not where I but would even keep... if she found... Like, what if, what if she found cocaine? It, I, it's... You know, it's... Yeah. They're not married. No. They're not... They, how long have they been dating? Yeah. yeah. Well, so in one, in one part of the episode, she actually says, my boyfriend. And I almost... She says my boyfriend? Yes. A oh couple times. And uh, that's that was kind of my reaction. Like, oh, my, oh, we're there yet? I didn't know that. <laughs> you know? Like, um, I was kind of a little taken aback that, yeah, that she's already calling him her boyfriend. But then at the same time, you're calling him your boyfriend and you guys just kind of met and you're snooping through his stuff? Like yeah. that? Yeah. Like, <laughs> I don't know. Um. So Deb mentions her ex was the ice truck killer, and Gabriel has no idea. Mm-hmm. Um, also, really fast, sorry, yeah. but this whole thing just shows that Deb should not be in a relationship. <laughs> uh, I mean, yeah, you know? sure, like, sure. Like, and especially like, and we'll get there later. But like, Lundy says, like, did he give you any reason? To do right. This? And yeah. she's like, no. Like, yeah. But you kind of kind of take it with a grain of salt because, like, you know, her fiance did try to kill her, so right? she's definitely like on high alert. And but everything. then that's why she shouldn't be in a relationship. Sure, sure. You know, yeah, if she's yeah. still having these demons and she's snooping through his stuff after sure. what? Yeah. <laughs> uh, so the Bay Harbor Butcher Task Force determines the general area of where the algae is from. So they sort of split up and 
go investigate different marinas. And Deb and Lundy, ironically, or not, I'm going to stop saying ironically because I've said it like eight times already. Um, unintentionally. Nice. <laughs> head to the marina where Dexter's dock is. This is the same dock, by the way, in the beginning episode. Maybe that's intentional or not. Um you know, where, where Deb and Dexter get coffee, that's the same marina, literally. Coral where, Cove. Coral Cove, there you go. Um, I'm thinking of maybe we should go there. When Ooh. We go. Well, I guess we'll know in the future. Yeah. Um, and something that we, I'll always laugh, and I'm definitely going to make a, a, a gif of it. Jif? Jif. Yeah. Jif. God damn it. Uh, Deb trips. Yes, yes. <laughs> we laugh every time I know. for like a good 15 seconds. Damn it, they couldn't have fixed that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and if you remember Lundy, when he first got introduced, he's like, I use, you know, get used to food references because yeah. I use them. I don't think I mentioned this actually on that podcast, but that little food speech he made was awful. <laughs> anyway, though. <laughs> what did he, what, what was it? It was like terrible. I, I don't even remember. I think creme brulee was mentioned. Right, in right, ref- right. It was just, it was just not, like yeah. you would expect this FBI secret agent investigator that he has his, his special task force in front of him, that he would have a little bit more of like a motivating speech. Sure. I just remember thinking like that left me unmotivated. <laughs> but anyway. Um, so the reason I bring that up is Lundy has a cream cheese and cucumber sandy. Yeah, gross. So you gave me homework and I didn't do it. <laughs> <laughs> well, the homework was supposed to be what's your weirdest food combination. Yeah. First, let me rewind. So you think a cream cheese and cucumber sandy is gross. Well, I'm allergic to cream cheese. Let's say you weren't. It's still gross. Okay. Now, a Philadelphia sushi roll Okay. is cucumber, cream cheese, and like whatever fish they use in sushi. I'm not as up in. Okay. But it's really good. So it's kind of the same thing, you know? I think honestly what throws it off is the bread. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> I'm serious, like, you know? Um... But the, yeah, the, the homework I asked you to do was what's your weirdest food combination? Yeah. So I I hate pineapple on pizza, but I feel like that's like so common that that yeah, was like kind yeah. of a lame one, if, so if, I didn't want to say if, it. If Domino sells it, it's not that weird. No, I know. <laughs> that's, what, that's what I mean. Like I, I didn't want to... be wanna... fair, and, and I don't know how many times we brought this up in the podcast, you can't smell. No. You've lost your olfactory senses yes. and whatnot. So your taste also goes down just yes. a little bit. So... You know, I don't even know if you'd be able to taste something like you don't have that like quest for taste like other people do. Yeah. Like I'm thinking like and I think this is a very Hispanic thing. And I, I mean, maybe maybe it's not. Maybe people out there could tell me. But like my family, and you're going to get so disgusted because you hate condiments um, for like burgers and even fries. Yeah. Little ketchup, little mayo. Ew. Mix that up with a fry. Ew. So good. Ew. I haven't done it. I haven't had that in years, but like anytime like my, my father has like a burger, yeah. always ketchup and whatever. Gross. God, because I was going to say like peanut butter and banana sandwiches. I, see, I don't even feel like that's that weird. It's not because it's so common. Yeah. And I was going to say like I don't know, everything bagel, cream cheese and bacon. I don't feel like that's weird. It, it's not weird. And it's, you know, yeah. talk about a fucking heart attack. On I a just, I, I know that there are people out there that love pineapple on pizza. And yeah. every like couple years, I'm like, you know what? Let me give it a try. I've never had it. It's ham, awful. Ham, pineapple. Yeah. Pizza. Like the yeah. Hawaiian pizza. It's not good at all. If you look up like some people, you know what pe- people say? And I, I, we should actually try this. Salt on watermelon. Huh. Apparently phenomenal. I would try it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Lundy does the wise sage thing while Deb is like a total rookie. Yeah. You know, just freaking out about the marina and yeah. this and that. And Lundy's just like, 
It's one. Is it one o'clock or one thirty? One o'clock. One o'clock. I'm taking my old man yeah. socks off, my shoes. I'm putting my feet in the water, and you know Deb's like freaking out. That you know, I'm gonna eat a big fat fucking burrito and all this. <laughs> but you know, peaceful. They use the same music when Lundy's like all peaceful and calm mm-hmm. and serene here. Like, and Deb's like finally like takes her shoes. It's like a cool scene, right? They come to the the understanding, the agreement that like this. This marina has terrible security. Yeah. Therefore, like, there's, like, we're not going to find anything. Yeah. You're not going to find a body part. Well, you, actually, you probably would find a body part, but, like, we have to install security cameras yeah. to get, like, you know. Um, I just, it's a really cool scene when, like, Deb kind of is like, all right. Yeah. Takes off her yeah. sock. And, and it's almost like, um, like, the rookie trying so hard and looking yeah, under yeah, every yeah. little thing. Of and course, then it's like of course. the vet that just sits there and, of like, just totally calm, you know, calm and looking around and, like, cracks it in a second, you know? Absolutely. I feel like that's me and you at times. <laughs> I'm, I'm Deb. <laughs> I was going to say, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you, your, you're, your sock's off in the water. Yeah. But sometimes it's reverse. No, sometimes. so I know. That's yeah. why we're good. Yeah. Uh, Gabriel sends an email and Deb checks his computer again, gets the total wrong impression. Yeah. Did you think Gabriel was writing about Deb? Because no. we see like in his emails, it's like the ice princess. No. You didn't, not for a year and a second. No. And they showed it on. Not really. Wow. Okay. <laughs> I don't know. Wow. I, I mean, I remember the first time like, oh damn, look at that. Like, and it was kind of like, I mean, it happened so fast, right? Yeah. I think that might be what it is, is that it just happened so fast. And then I almost couldn't fully like i think that maybe if we didn't find out at the end of the episode that she totally had it wrong then maybe i would have thought huh is he yeah but it just happened so fast and then we found out kind of rather quickly that um she totally got the wrong you know the wrong impression um so i didn't really think about it but he genuinely seems like a nice guy and also oh my god is he a saint or what like after like like that he's still seeing her uh she wasn't even that nice to him that day. Well, are you talking about when he first goes through her drawers? After this, I don't think we see Gabriel this episode. Well, do we? so she goes through the drawers. Yeah. And then he's still seeing her again. Yeah. And then... Um, I'm talking about after that scene. I don't think we see Gabriel this episode. No, but I'm okay. just saying like like the no, first yeah, instant yeah. when they had well, you know sex what? was you know, off. Yeah. And then now she's going through his drawers. Oh, yeah, like, yeah. That's okay, off. Okay, okay, and now okay. it's like, you know... Um, Yeah, totally. Yeah. <laughs> And, you know, I, I want to bring up a really funny point, but, like, the next scene we, uh, in their storyline, we see Deb sees Lundy in the station, and Deb's just kind of like, yeah, I kind of went fucking AWOL on him, and we find out Lundy's just like you. Like me. He's a snoop. How am I a snoop? Babe, you're a snoop. You're the snoop. <laughs> anyway, we find out Lundy is a snoop and did all his background work on, you know, it's funny, we have that on camera, too. Yeah. You're the snoop. <laughs> uh, so we find out that Lundy pulled it like Gabriel's all his background info and uh-huh. it's kind of like, you know, whatever. You know, and then we get the part where, you know, she Deb's like, yeah, he's writing about me. And she's like, well, do you even know what kind of... Whatever? Yeah. And Deb's like, oh my God, what an asshole. And you know, it's like, it's like, Deb, if you weren't so close to fucking grabbing this guy and fucking putting handcuffs on him and fucking fucking him, <laughs> like, how do you... You know, it's kind of like us when we met. Within the first ten minutes, you knew I had a podcast, right? It's kind of like you know we met. And yeah. It's just like oh, so what do you whatever? Yeah. You know, only so far like you know what are you into? And that's just kind of like how. And this is like his hobby, and he's trying to become his job. Yeah, he said it's like I'm trying to. Yeah, like you would have learned that within the first right. ten minutes about right. meeting this. No, guy. you're definitely right. And it's I something didn't you think probably like. 
you know, and he probably in a gym where where I don't know. It just it, it just would have came up. Yeah, and it's like definitely. If you taken the ten minutes to get to know him. Although, how did this not come up? And it's her boyfriend. Yeah, I have no clue. <laughs> I have no clue. But we're not nitpicking. We're not nitpicking. Absolutely not. Um, God, is this everything before Dexter and Lila and everything? Well, I think we'll do the thing again where we cut the first half a little short because we have a really big second half. So we're going on a break. And now some thoughts from our favorite serial killer. The Dark Defender. Denny had this great idea to put a spin on that vigilante serial killer we got running around. Denny was trying to set up the Dark Defender as a graphic novel. Stalker of the night, his blade of vengeance turns wrong into right. The Dark Defender. Nah, Miami's too hot for all that leather. Every time. Kick me every time. <laughs> so, we have... I feel like this is... Ironically... God damn it. Every single time. I've been, how many times have I said ironically? Can this you get damn. another word? I know. Gosh. Rhymes with shamanically. Um, I feel like this second half is like one of the most impo- like funnest slash important part of the podcast thus far to talk yeah. about. Um. Because I was kind of, you know, after we watched the first episode, uh, after we watched it the first time, I was just kind of like, you know, it's kind of funny. And I think I'm a little jaded because, I mean, we're 11 years after this episode and the superhero movie boom wasn't as big as it is now. Mm-hmm. Where cause I was like, damn, this is funny because like the Dark Defender and like, this is almost like an origin story. Yeah. Like it's not really, but there's, it definitely has a very superhero movie element. For sure. Just like, you know, we see how he was, why he was created and he goes to avenge his, you know, um, and obviously the Dark Defender parts in it. So it's a we cool pick, name. What happened? It's a cool name. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I if you're oh. watching right now on, um, on YouTube where <laughs> Marissa has her official uh, Digging Dexter gear and I have my Dark Defender shirt you know it's funny too i love like the bodies at the yeah bottom. really cool um so after something we didn't talk about and how funny it was when dexter sees the dark defender poster and like the music swells up yeah. and all this stuff and he just kind of looks at the camera and is just like nah miami's too hot for yeah i love that and he's like his little cheek smirk is perfect i like you know yeah um so after we see this dark defender sort of dream and much like you said like how dexter's a little child and Mm -hmm. of course he's going to dream about coming in as the dark defender saving his mother um the guy speaking as dexter falls asleep mentions a Susie mitchell okay this means nothing to you but the name mitchell comes back in a huge way oh but not intentional like it has not they don't connect okay it's just funny they used you know it'd be like if they used morgan yeah whatever but anything anyways um that's for like people who know the show and not you (laughs) um so dexter drifts into dreamland saving his mother as a dark defender um 
this show we have seen some gross stuff. Yeah. We've seen bodies chopped up, bodies melted after they come from the ocean mm-hmm. and Dexter cuts off the air conditioner, reopening cheek slices, um, Dexter chopping up bodies. What else am I missing? Just really gross stuff. Yeah. Nothing was grosser than Dexter's spittle. Ew! <laughs> yeah, that there was, was really gross. Nothing more disgusting than just seeing that little. That was really gross. Just sitting on the side of his, of yeah. his mouth. Oh my god! Um, Oedipus complex. Do you know what the Oedipus complex is? Because when Lila wakes up, Dexter. You know, Dexter's like, oh, I had a dream I was saving my mother. And she goes, oh, Oedipus complex or whatever. Do you know what the Oedipus... I know, like, I was taught it, but I don't remember. I I mean, I'm reading off... I I know what the Oedipus complex and the Oedipus story is better in my mind. And I kind of just looked it up just to what she's sort of referring to. Yeah. And there's some of that going on. And there's a lot of... God, I think it's Freud. Fuck. I used to know this stuff really well. Anyways, Oedipus complex is... Refers to a child's unconscious sexual desire for the opposite sex parent... And hatred for the same-sex parent. Got it. Have you heard like castration anxiety? No. A boy, a little, the the short of it is, and like if you're going to write in and correct me, feel free to. I know I'm doing it really short offhand and I'm probably butchering it. Bay Harbor butchering it. (laughs) A little boy, when they're like, you know, uh, very young, they can't speak yet, obviously. It's up to a certain age. Little boy is really attracted to his mother. Yeah. And his... And he sees his father gets to hug his mother, kiss his mother. And he gets like in his head, the little boy head, like gets fear thinking like, oh, he's all more powerful than me. He's going to be mad at me that I like my mother. He doesn't know it's his mother, this this woman. And he he fear that it's going to cut off his penis. Uh, this is a whole there's a whole psychology behind it yeah the oedipus complex um you come to find out years later i believe it's oedipus ends up having sex with his mother yeah um whatever and i I know we butchered so much stuff in that but that's the idea and sort of anything i wonder if and i know that we kind of find out um in this episode a lot of like dexter believing that his mother's murder was pretty much the reason why he is the person he is today i wonder if Dexter living by the code and killing, you know, the bad guys essentially is kind of on this endless journey of trying to make it up that he couldn't have right. defended his mom. That's a good point. You know what I mean? Like, I because, honestly, I've never thought of that <laughs> because the fact that he was dreaming of like defending his mom and like almost someone being that Dexter figure in his life, you know, because at the people that he kill, they all have. Um, you know, family members maybe that they've been affected by, or you know, like sure. like like all the people that he kill, that he kills have victims or people that that, that they've hurt, you know, right. which is why he's killing them. So I was wondering if that's why he's kind of the way he is, like defending other people because he's like kind of on this journey of you know, no, no sure. defending it, his mom. It makes total sense, and you know, sort of the idea of the Bay Harbor Butcher, like you only kill the bad people, yeah. only killed people. It's a good point, um, yeah. And we get a lot of reason why he. You know, the reason why he uses, quote unquote, you know. Um, Dexter opens up to Lila in the NA meeting Uh after. And like, this is sort of a big deal, no? Like, he's saying stuff to Lila that he's never said to Rita. Yeah. I think that's like huge. Yeah. I was trying to like compare it, but it'd be like if I was, you know, 
we're in a relationship and yeah. if I shared some really deep stuff, yeah. like, a, like just say about my, you know, it's funny because like we were even having a conversation this morning about my parents. Yeah. Our parents, rather. Yeah. And, you know, can you imagine I told something to someone else? No. Much rather a, 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 a rather attractive woman. Yeah. You know, I think I have it in my notes later on, like, you don't need opposite sex friends after a certain age. Right. And there's only one reason why you are. Yeah. There's very rare circumstances. Yeah. You know? I, I just feel like um, it, it would be uncomfortable if, yeah, if you were talking, you know, about and intimate to be fair, things. like, I, I do have opposite sex friends. Right. But they're, like, long friends, I, you know? I feel like it would, be, it would be awkward if you were talking to other people, you know, um, yeah. about intimate things. But then even more awkward, like, why aren't you talking to me about that? Sure, sure. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know which is worse. Why aren't you talking to me or why are you talking to someone yeah. else? Yeah, yeah. You know? Like, and, and I, there, sorry, but there are no, things no. that, like... Like I tell you everything. Like I yeah. tell you what makes me uncomfortable. I tell you what makes me scared. Yeah. Like that. There's like that like vulnerability there, and it takes a lot to be vulnerable with someone. Sure. So the fact that Dexter can be so vulnerable to Lila and not to Rita, I feel like how we've said over and over and over again that <laughs> Dexter lies to himself. Yeah. And I feel like he's lying to himself, thinking that there is not more between him and Lila. Yes, and I think we, we sort of see that. Yeah. I think at the end of this episode, we know it. Dexter doesn't yet. Uh, to your point, and while I'm grateful that I don't have to put myself in these shoes, I imagine, like, to the point, and I just said, like, I, there's no reason why I should have a new female friend out yeah. of nowhere. No. To that point, though, I imagine if I was in recovery or I was going to a meeting, I imagine I could only share certain stuff with another addict Mm -hmm. that i could i could share with you but you're not going to receive it and understand it the way you know kind of like i'm a funeral director yeah i i can only talk to my you know a co-worker or other funeral directors about certain stuff that i can't and again we're talking about much deeper stuff and why dexter uses per se but there is some of that like it's not totally right it's not totally dexter Uh, um, giving in to Lila that he shouldn't wouldn't give in to Rita. I'm, oh, let's not forget Rita is supposed to be his cover up. Yeah, that's a big part of it. I'm not disagreeing with you at all, and we don't have to talk about this for that long. But I feel like in life, like there are things that I'm going to come to you or I'm going to talk to you about that you might not respond the way I want you to or understand. But I like it's my job. To like tell you what I need also. Like sure, I can't just sure. expect like if I have to vent about something that you may not know about, I yeah. need to be like, listen, like you just need yeah. to like like let me talk, let me vent, like be there for me. Like like we kind of need to coach or, or just in a relationship, we yeah. we kind of need to coach each other on what we need out of each other. Yeah. You know, because if I just if I just come come to you with a problem and then you're not responding the way that I want you to, I can't get mad at you. How do you yeah. know? You know? So it's like he needs to kind of look at his relationship with Rita and figure that out and be more honest with her. But again, it's a cover up. So. I was going to say like, like a lot of what you're saying makes total sense and it's, it's right what you're saying. Yeah. I, I think I can like just undercut everything you're saying with Rita, Rita's, Rita's, yeah. uh, a, Rita's a mask. Rita, Rita's a teacher. A thousand percent. Like, you know what I mean? Like yeah. he's not looking for that. Yeah. And he may unintentionally be looking for that in Lila. Right. Like you said, lying to himself. Yeah. A hundred percent. Yeah. Uh, Lila implants the idea that Dexter needs to take care of, or at least reach out to the three men who kills his mother. Um, I'm, I'm going to have this layered and I'm going to like, again, put a pin on it and come back to it. Mm-hmm. I got the idea of like, why is Lila making Dexter do this? Because I mean, do you think it's really that simple? 
that Dexter would stop using. I guess it's not, and I sometimes I sound too black and white when I start. It, this sounds like a nitpick. It's not, but it's like in the realm of in my head. Like when I start nitpicking, like it's not like Dexter confronts these people and he's like, "Poof, I'm gone." But it's yeah. the idea of closure, yeah, or at least you know helping the road to yeah. recovery. Uh, I'm gonna put a pin on this on on like if this is why Lila's making Dexter do this. We'll we'll get back to this. Okay. Dexter heads to records to find the three men, and one is in debt. One is dead. One's in jail, and one's in the witness protection. Mm-hmm. Excuse me. <coughs> this comes back. Obviously, we see it comes back this season. Yeah. This episode. This these three guys come back in a huge way. Much later on. I was just... um, And again, I've never seen Dexter before, so I didn't really know what to expect. And I feel like a lot of the more recent series that come out now in 2018, kind of every season is a little different or kind of loses something from the previous season. I'm glad that that storyline in the first season plays a, a big role in this season as well. Like, yeah. I'm glad that it's like a continued storyline. I didn't know what to expect, but I didn't realize that his mother's death would be such a, a big issue again now because I kind of thought that, that it was the big issue because of Brian. Yeah. So I'm glad that it's continued. Like I'm yeah. glad that there's more to it. Dexter, and it, it's, you know, we were last night I was showing you some of the places we're going to go for filming locations. I was like, God, I wish I could talk to, like, tell you some of yeah. the stuff that Dexter, but, you know... um, Dexter's a really funny show and series and that like this season is almost misplaced. Like it should be later on in the show. Cause look at it this way. Dexter's going to be invest. Like, you know, the Bay Harbor butcher, they find all his bodies. Doesn't this sort of seem sound feel like a series finale? Like how much I get right? Like how much grander can you get? No, yeah, you're totally right. Like unless it's eight seasons, of yeah. De- they they investigate and Dexter's in jail, but like, you know, kind of like climax. Yeah, and this is why when people talk about Dexter, they just they always say seasons one and two and whatever. Um, to your point, uh, the Insidious movies. Did you ever watch any no. of them? Insidious, the first one was pretty good. The second one, it's so tightly worked into the original that you're like oh they they filmed the first one with the sequels and further in mind and it's yeah. like no they did the first one and the second one it's almost like like i can't like like puzzle pieces the way huh. they fit and yeah they just wrote it so perfect um i feel like that's the same way with this yeah like they did season one they went by the book and then they could have they went two yeah. separate ways and this season fit perfect like, yeah. into I, Yeah, I love that we're around. just finding more about her murder and again like more layers about it. Yeah. I love that. And I mean like the scene where Dexter grabs the the tapes and he plays it. I think that scene's like super I intense. I love that scene. Like with his mom and Harry at the yeah. table. And it's I love the camera work. The the camera's just like spinning. So and it has cool. like that seventies tint. And, and Dexter's like, look Harry, on his face. La- uh, Laura was her Lauren. mother. Lauren. Lauren Mozart or Laura? I believe Lauren. Lauren. Either or. Um, And she's holding baby Dexter and Dexter's like just putting himself right there and just awake. Like it's such a great. It's awesome. And I totally forgot this too. Like that she was, this was, they were directly, this is all tied. This was almost all planned. Yeah. Which is why I said I was so um, excited to see that that, you know, storyline didn't just end there, you know? Um, Yeah. And and this will actually have more layers as we get later. Like this is. Which is exciting. This is like, yeah, this is again, like one person would say the start of phase two. Dexter doing blood spatter work and Batista and Lila walk in. 
Um, again, the people. Let's who hear it. <laughs> <laughs> let's, let's hear it. I'll just say it for Christ's sake. Dexter's doing blood spatter work, and Lila just walks right in. No shot. No, no shot. shot. No shot. <laughs> Talking about this episode being a, an origin story of sorts for Dexter, a superhero. You know, there's something here when we get to see how, like, you know, Dexter's originated. Um, you know, we kind of see like the man who created him, mm-hmm. Harry. But like both on the good side and the bad side. Yeah. Like every good superhero. What's the Kanye West lyric? Every superhero needs a great villain. I don't know. What's that? Oh, how could one man have all that power? Every super, whatever. Um, you know, you know why Batman's great? Why? The Joker. Yeah. Like you're you're only as good as, and it's actually true with the show. Yeah. Like the season, like season one was so great because that villain was just perfect. Yeah. Like, you know, um, but, you know, we see, like, the good, the, the man who created him on the good side, Harry, and then, like, on the bad side, the yeah. San, you know, Santos Jimenez, who we're, we're going to meet in a little bit. But, like, we also kind of see, like, if you remember, like, the first episode, Dexter's just, in the first episode of the series, Dexter's, like, blood is my life. Yeah. It sets my teeth on edge and everything. And, like, we see here, like, what makes Dexter, quote, unquote, like, tick. Like, yeah. you know, when he's doing the blood spatter work, it's very, like, um, what's the word? Sanitize. Just all white and just Dexter... I also realized that when he was doing the blood spatter work, um, like the hooded plastic jacket that oh he's wearing is kind of like a, the Dark Defender. That is so funny. And, yeah. you know, and you know what? It's all clear it's, as opposed yeah. to all black. Yeah. That's a really good point. Yeah. Really cool. Marissa won. Look at you. Big damn, zero. Damn. The studio lights turn on and you... <laughs> <laughs> That's only funny for the people who are this watching. Is why, this is why I don't tell you any of my thoughts because I know you're just going to take them and steal them. <laughs> So Dexter and Lila head to Naples, um, and you know I don't know how to interpret it, but there's a lot of green and red lighting in this okay. car ride. Okay. I don't know how, what it is. Christmas? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> yes. Yeah, clearly, they're talking Santos, <laughs> Santa. Oh, there yeah. we go. <laughs> so funny. Lila asks Dexter what he's going to say to Santos, mm-hmm. and you know, again, like he's never done any of this with Rita. No. But like. Like kind of like I, I I had a point here like, you know, Dexter's maybe sharing this stuff with someone that he can't possibly share with Rita. Yeah, and like you know what too, there's sort of the idea, like maybe Dexter doesn't want to bother Rita. Like Rita has enough going on. Her husband That's just true. died. Yeah, her husband was an addict. She has the two kids and all that. And also, does Rita ever ask about? Sure, things? sure. That you know, I mean, and, that could and- be. That can be true too. And again, you're not you're not wrong when I say this. So when I throw this back, I'm like, I'm not saying you're wrong, but it's like, it's like good points to bring up. Like my response to that is, Dexter also seems like the type of guy you don't have to ask him. Right. Like you know, very yeah. He's fine. Like don't worry, I got this. I'm fine. Like let, let's you know all about you. You know, um, Lila keeps digging. You know, he says, you know, what do you remember about your mother and. <laughs> Let me, and this is sort of like I'm taking the pin out from before. Yeah. Lila, and maybe you could kind of sense it when I say this. Lila's playing like the long con here. What do you mean? Do you know? Uh, um, she's setting stuff up. Okay. And this is something. I'm going to put that pin back in because the just how the Dexter and Lila storyline ends. Okay. Dexter is like a little child in her arms. And yeah. She, oh, yeah. That's what I'm saying. Like, I think she's like. You know, it would just kind of be like, if I wanted to make you cry, I'd just start paying you videos of 
hurt puppies. Right. <laughs> you know, just anything to try yeah. to, like, you know, I'm, I'm trying to, like... Get something out of me? Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I just feel like Lila's playing the con here, like, like, oh, yeah, what else about you? You know, tell me about your childhood. Right. <laughs> like, you know, right. sort of that. Um, we'll talk about Rita calling Dexter once they're actually in the hotel mm-hmm. at Naples, but this is where we sort of see, like, and I guess we'll talk about it twice, and it's fine, like, Dexter... There's something in the next episode that really bothers me, and I always had a... a it's not a nitpick. It's like a... It, it challenges the character they created of Dexter, but we see Lila naked. Okay. And Dexter, much like a little kid, cannot take his eyes off yeah. Lila. Which is weird for us to see Dexter like that because Rita has sat on top of him naked, and he's like dying inside to get her off. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? So it's yeah. kind of weird that he... Yeah, he can't stop staring at Lila. Yeah. And, and and something happens next episode where I'm just like, God, it just challenges the, the the character you created of Dexter. Yeah. We'll get there. Dexter walks in the bar where Santos Jimenez works. And, man, I said it so many times this episode. Great song. Great scene. Great camera work. Yeah. Great lighting. Everything about this scene, I fucking love. I know. <laughs> Before we watch the episode... I made you watch some scenes from Goodfellas. Yep. And if you know anything about Goodfellas, if you know anything about Martin Scorsese, this scene is an homage to Goodfellas and Martin Scorsese. Um, And I'm going to try. I'll have to do a lot of editing work, but I want (laughs) to... There's a video of me on on, on my private Instagram page where I'm dancing the same way the Joker is from Batman 89. It's the best video. (laughs) Uh, I want to do the same thing. We're showing at the same time where Dexter runs and locks the door. That'd be really cool. And like you could say, oh, that's just a normal thing, but the way they run, mm-hmm. it's the like it's not I couldn't find anything and if you could find it out there, uh the writer Schlatman, why he's paying homage to Martin Scorsese, why particularly this episode, like I couldn't find I didn't do a lot of deep digging, but I just feel like there's too much and just the way he's beating him up yeah. and all of that, like, you know, just a very visceral yeah. whatever. Um, so I just want to, and, and the song, give me shelter is great. And we're going to talk about the song. Give me shelter. We've listened to it all week long. <laughs> <laughs> um, so Santo Santos and Dexter talk. And again, I'll just keep saying it. Love this scene. Dexter trying to make small talk. Yeah. And it's just so like, so how long you been here? Yeah. You know? Um, you know, Santos not not having any of it. Um, in my head, I'm, I'm trying to like put it all together. I just, I feel like they were both just giving each other crazy eyes the whole night. Yeah. Like until like I, at the end. I'd be more afraid of Dexter's crazy eyes. Yeah. Just because Dexter's, Dexter's like, you could tell like he's, he's almost like a dog. Like he's right. like a little nervous. And if you like, he'll fucking flip right. out and what happens yeah but at the same time and santos has to go through this all the time if he's in a witness protection program like there are people after him that want to kill him so like if if dexter were giving you and i crazy eyes we probably wouldn't even notice or just be like oh whatever but this guy like he has to notice or or take more awareness of it because of his past i wonder because like you know when dexter's like sitting there weird and even when he says how long you've been here he said, you ever been to Miami? Yeah. And Santos is just like, no, no. You know, and we, we, we will never be able to talk to someone who could give us insight. But it's like, 
Are you always on alert? I think or, so. Or after a certain amount of time, are you just... Like if let me say this. Let me uh, let me add this. If you go into the witness protection program from Miami, you don't go to Naples. No, <laughs> definitely not. You definitely go to like Argonne yeah. in a town that yeah. may or may not have Wi-Fi. Yeah. <laughs> um, I know, um, and this is really nothing to do with anything, but I know like Casey Anthony is in the witness protection program. Or is she right here? <laughs> no. And um, I know that I think she's still in the state of Florida. And whenever she's seen anywhere, like it's... Casey Anthony's not in the witness protection program. I thought she was. Witness protection. No, no, no. Witness protection is Santos oh, ratted he out. Gave- oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. I'm sorry. Witness protection. I, I think okay. she's not in anything, actually. I thought she was in some sort of... She was in something, and we'll get to it, but... Um, we don't know what we're talking about. No, but definitely not. Witness, <laughs> witness protection is... You Casey, give up names, Casey, so we'll Casey take care Anthony's of you? name is like Mary Clayton, right? And she works in the middle of Montana, right? She, her like they give her a fake everything, you know, yeah. like totally not. Yeah, okay, no. Casey mind. Anthony sorry, was sorry, definitely not. Yeah, yeah. Um, let's let's proceed. Um, so Santos is on the pool table, and Dexter just. This is, I think, the scariest we've seen Dexter for sure. Like this is Dexter unhinged. Yeah. Normally, with all of his other kills, he's like he's, calculated, he's, calm, yes. which is at all, peace. In a way, and I think we talked about this in our first or second episode, is almost more scary than it is now. Yeah, I feel like this Dexter could make a mistake. Oh my god! Yeah, like but like the other Dexter will not like kind of yeah. like you remember like when he kills little Chino, like yeah. he's like look at me, look how calm I am. Yeah, like this is how I know I'm back. This is Dexter, and you know what makes it so visceral and so like so you know he's off the hinges spits in his face no i don't think there's a higher form of disrespect to someone than spitting in their face you know also like i feel like this is why harry's part of harry's code is like don't make it personal because of things like this yeah and look how personal it is and dexter is just unhinged yeah and it's like scary it actually is scary and again you know we could talk about the the pros and cons of dexter when he has you on the kill table versus this yeah this i feel like he's like he was like really close to like mike tyson biting yeah. his ear off yeah <laughs> you know just yeah. because there's so much yeah. rage and i feel like this is like what harry meant by saying yeah. that. you know and it's also like this is the first time he's got to act on this is the first time he got to act like this yeah he always he has to follow the code he has to stalk and he has to make sure double check and he has to use m99 here he's just beating the shit out of him and also think about everything that he went through and everything that he's like still going through you know he killed his brother sure and like he, he feels like his life was taken he said from yeah. this guy like you know so just imagine all of that pent up and i mean we clearly see it he did not disappoint in yeah, that, yeah you know um and you know <laughs> talk about closure <laughs> like yeah well like you know how would you feel if you got to kick the shit out of the man who yeah. killed chopped up your mother yeah you know um but we also kind of get the little quick you know nugget of info like she was a th- that's just where dexter learns like you know like this was where his mother it's kind of his harry's fault yeah none of this was intentional yeah it's no secret harry was the first one on scene yeah um she was Harry's informant. Yeah. And, it's, and they were sleeping together. Yes. Yes. Yeah. All of that, you know? Yeah. Um, this is like so a... So then it's like you find out that Harry was... Harry kind of got your mother killed. Of course. And was cheating on your mother. Right. Also, you know, your other and mother then, figure. And then lied to your entire life. Yeah. 
this is like a little teaser for you and like the the audience our listening audience will appreciate it but for you it's episode 10 it's called there's something about harry no (laughs) (laughs) which is uh, um kind of fun you know so lila calls dexter and again you know it's really funny like we still have the idea of double talk here because lila's like are you going to use? And Dexter's like, I'm about to. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, you know? I love that though. <laughs> yeah, like it's totally, yeah. you know, uh, killing drug use, same thing. Yeah, that addiction. But Lila is very motherly here. Yeah. She's a sponsor, sure. But, you know, just like, don't you dare use, you're better than that. You're, yeah. sure you're going to go back to the same, you know, very, very motherly yeah. in, in the way she bring it in um, to bring Dexter back. So we see Dexter comes back. Oh, I'm sorry. Let me go back. Did you think Dexter was going to kill him? Yes. Oh, you did. A thousand percent. Yeah. Yeah. I'm actually disappointed he didn't. <laughs> I don't know though. Is like, is this better that he just left him really, really hurt? Because he's going to be hurting for a while. I mean, let's let's we could kind of reverse that question, right? Like, shouldn't have Santos Jimenez killed Brian and Dexter too? Like almost yeah. spare them their lives. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and, and you know, Dexter is the Bay Harbor Butcher. He's good or bad, whatever. But like, let's just say Brian, the ice truck killer, he was evil. Yeah. Right. Like, so maybe he was. Same thing. What's better? If you want revenge on someone. Yeah. Like, I don't know. Like you're paralyzed. Let's say. Uh, I don't like saying that. That's no. not. But you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. Like someone who's evil. Is it better to kill them and end their life, or, or have them hurt, living for, in torture yeah. forever? You yeah. know. Um. So it's like, yeah, like what? Which one is better? You know. Yeah. Um. So again, Dexter comes back to the hotel where Lila is, and I think we both had a gross-out moment when Dexter's all bloodied, and he just goes and lays in Lila's arm. Yeah. Because I think you went ew. Yeah. Just like yeah. I did. Yeah. Yeah. A little like God. Um. You know, I, we have the scene on. So we just, I just want to go back and talk about it. The red lighting. Yeah. When he's Dexter's right. Um. And I love how sweaty he is. Yeah. This is when they're beating up uh, yeah. Santos. It's just, it's so, I, I can't think of a better word than like visceral. Yeah. It's so from, in like, you know, there's nothing, he's not, how, how do you even put yourself in those acting shoes? I don't know. Michael C. Hall. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> like, you know, it's so, um, God. And just the way he crawls up on him I on know, the table. I know, he literally looks like a monster. <laughs> yeah, he does, right? And it's so like yeah. all of it. But you know what? And then also, and then we're going to get back to our storyline, but then also like this kind of goes back to is the Bay Harbor Butcher evil or not? Like this right here, like that's like an evil person. Yes. <laughs> How many people though would not be able to act like this if this was the person who chopped up your no, mother? I know. <laughs> but it's just like... No, this is e- this is evil. Just, you're to, seeing, just to go back and forth yeah, yeah, with yeah. that because we're going to probably go back and forth with that the you're whole seeing, time. You're seeing like evil incarnate yeah, right here. Like yeah. this is like purest form of, e- you know... Yeah. Um, well, he's not torturing him. You know what I'm saying? This is just a very... No, he's beating this... I mean, I'm just saying you've heard worse stories in the news. Yeah, yeah, we'll, yeah. We'll, we'll keep anyway. talking about it. Um, so, you know, we see that Ly- uh, Dexter kind of lies in Lila's arms and, um, you know, they go to sleep and they he's wake up. in like up. the fetal position. Very you know? motherly, yeah. you know. Um, Dexter wakes up in like Lila's bosom. You, l- <laughs> But you left. Why? Not when I just said that. When we watched the episode. When I Dexter wakes up, you left. I don't even remember. Oh. I was just laughing now because you said bosom. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, we get some backstory on Lila. Yeah. The, how she became an addict and the meetings and whatnot. Um, 
And there's a little bit theme of fire going on. Did you pick up on it at all? No. So you remember in the beginning of the episode, like there's there's the the typical hotel painting, and Lila's like, oh, this is cottage porn. Yeah. And we see later later in the episode she's drawing on it. Yeah. Remember she draws like the fire, like yeah. the volcano and everything. Then we find out she had burned down the house of where her boyfriend is. Yes. So I'm just impl- planting that little seed in you. Like there's like something with fire going okay. on. Okay. 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 <laughs> um, any, anything on her? Like how she got to become like an addict or anything? You know, um, I'm, you know. I'm still finding my way on how I feel about her. Sure. I liked... You like her lips. I hate her lips. <laughs> um, I... I it was nice to know a little bit about her backstory because we can see her talking with Dexter and you know you have to wonder you know how she got there how you know where how she was taken there in the first place uh-huh but um but yeah so I I was interested in the story but it just um I don't know I didn't really take much from it sure that's fine still interesting though yeah and still feeling her out uh, we can, that closes that storyline. I guess we can talk about Dexter, Rita, and Gail before we go to finish, um, our episode. There's an armadillo in Rita's house. Yes, and armadillos are in Florida. No idea. I thought this was a total, I always, ever since I ever first watched the show, I was like, this is stupid. There's no armadillos it's in Florida. because you're a New Yorker. <laughs> but I think armadillos are the ones that when they feel threatened, they roll up in balls. Sure. I'm pretty sure that they are, like Son of the Hedgehog. That's how you would. That's how that would be your reference there. Um, so I would assume that when Dexter was like, like broom, like shuff, uh, sweeping him out, that yeah. he would have rolled up like a little ball. Did I say stop or something? And that's why the camera stopped recording. I don't know. Maybe because it stopped recording out of nowhere. Yeah, well, can't say it too loud. Black Mirror. Um, <laughs> I'm totally blown away by this armadillo being an actual thing. I don't know how I that thing could have freak- snuck in. Though. I was going to say I would freak the fuck yeah. out. What? If- you're supposed to protect me. It's an armadillo. <laughs> oh, I don't know. And that armadillo looked huge. Huge. It, like, God. Bigger than Nin. <laughs> Way bigger than Nin. Gail goes rogue here and totally splits up Rita and Dexter. Yeah. Talking about being a helicopter mom. Yeah. My God. And you know what? Like Rita's like, what? 35 minimum? Minimum. <laughs> like, yeah. Like, how about she makes her own decisions? I know. You know? I know. And also, I just feel like if I was Dexter, it's like, how about I have enough going on in my life? I don't need... Yeah. yeah. Like, the, you're the Bay Harbor Butcher. You don't need, <laughs> you know, your girlfriend's mom yeah, harping yeah, on you yeah. about, you know? Uh, again, we talked about a little bit, like, Rita calls Dexter as he goes, he gets back from his road trip. Um, I think there's a little something there. You can start to see a little crack because he's like, oh, I thought you were going to call me when you got there. Yeah. That's like a very big... You know, it's different if, like, you have stuff going on, but the fact, like, he, like, lied to her yeah. and, like, he's with Lila. Yeah. He never mentions he's with Lila. Yeah. Um, just sort of like, a, huh, something's going on. Um, and, like, Lila... Oh, go ahead. Sorry, just to bring that up, um, with him, when she called and she said, oh, I thought you would have called me sooner, and he was like, yeah, well, whatever, and now he lied to her about Lila, sure. lied to her about the whole thing, and then when she, when he mentions... Gail on the phone to, to Rita saying that you know oh well your mother spoke to me and then you could tell like Rita feels so bad and almost guilty and she's saying like oh my god Dexter I'm so sorry like it's kind of an awkward situation because Dexter's like 
being shady, you know, and Rita now is feeling like all of this guilt and all of this and she's apologizing and she's saying like, I'm so sorry, like, can I please see you tomorrow? Like to make this right. And I can't believe she did that. And it's like, Dexter, you're, you're kind of being a jerk right now. Like you're yeah. lying to her and you're, yeah. you know, and she's like apologizing to you over the phone. Sure. Like, how did that happen? Um, yeah, it, it's, she's standing up for and sticking up for Dexter yeah. as her boyfriend. And he's just being a total shithead. Yeah. <laughs> like, you know, and that like really sucks on, you know, if Rita finds out and, you know, just find out. Well, no spoilers. Dexter comes back from Naples and I have to say, what a crazy 12 hours Dexter's life was. Yeah. He went from lying about a road trip with Lila, driving over to Naples, comes back in the morning, confronts his mother's killer, beats the shit out of him, comes back, walks to walks into Rita's, Gail's going to move in, like, what the what? fuck? Yeah. <laughs> crazy. Yeah. You know, it's something that goes understated in this show and it's funny because there was a Reddit post this week about it. Like, how does Dexter ever have time? No. He, and he, like, he doesn't... And maybe that's, like, him, like, being a psychopath, yeah. sociopath, whatever. But, like, this fucking guy doesn't sleep. There's, like, those memes that say, like, Beyonce... There's 24 hours in Beyonce's day, so what's your excuse? It's, yeah. like, that's about Dexter. <laughs> yeah, you know? Like... like and, 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 again, the idea of he has emotions, he doesn't have emotions. But talk about... Like you said, the what this guy has just been through. He just found... Talk about... You just found out you had a brother. Yeah. And then you had to kill him. Yeah. And then you find out your father was fucking your mother your stepfather was fucking your mother and your stepfather got your mother killed because he was fucking her I'm as already a lost. performance yeah. no but it's like I know. how do you process all that and then also, you know what I'm surprised he's not using drugs yeah <laughs> literally he's gonna start using yeah, because of this yeah. um, I also like he just beat up that guy so bad he has to be hurting from that too oh I mean talk about go ahead and punch something I and know. tell me you don't feel yeah. it for days and also how did Rita not notice his bloody knuckles, his knuckles. and they but made a anyway. point of it like you know I know she he noticed her patch but she didn't notice the bloody knuckles and really is there a relationship out there where they're disinvested and you know dexter what'd you do last night i investigated someone i looked up someone from my past oh that's what was such an emergency and that's it i know like that's why this is also a lot of rita's fault yeah like yeah that 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 deserves what the fuck are you talking about <laughs> like yeah who? yeah <laughs> you know um so you know, this is also where, and I guess I'm, I guess I'm totally nitpicking territory here, but, and again, there was a Reddit post on this, so I know I'm not alone when I say this. The cell phone use in this show is abysmal, because like the way Dexter gets his text message, yeah. and like we'll see later seasons, it's like delete, don't delete <laughs> on the screen. And when you open it, that's not how it is. Yeah. This is 2007, so we're you know we're sort yeah. of like come up of like whatever. Um. But how about Lila, stage five clinger? Totally. Like, she probably just dropped her off about an hour ago. Yeah. When's our next road trip? Yeah. I don't know. Go yeah. sleep. <laughs> <laughs> no, definitely. That, that, but that's just why, like, I feel like after that text message, it's like, okay, Rita's going to have to find out about this soon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because. Yeah. And, and I mean, talk about, you know, Gail comes to terms with like, yeah, okay, Dexter, if Rita's okay with you, I'm okay with you. So I'm going to move in. Yeah, that's when Rita needs to say, like, no. Yeah, like... You're not. I, lo- I love, like, Dexter politely being like, oh, you know, my Deb... Uh, my Deb. My sister's uh, looking for an apartment. I think she could help you. And she's like, no, no, no. I'm gonna, right here. Yeah. Right here. <laughs> no. Like, unless my mother was sick or, like, falling on hard times, but she has a house that she's yeah, planning on yeah, selling. Yeah. So, no, you're not... And also... My mom wouldn't want to live with us either. Like, you know, like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, no, yeah. that's just not going to happen. Yeah, yeah. Our, episode, ah, 
our episode ends with Dexter cleaning his boat and, you know, a nice little montage. Again, they're using that same peaceful, serene music. Yeah. Uh, a little bit of calm before the storm. Um, everything seems to somewhat be all right. Like Dexter's realizing he has somewhat of a future ahead of him where he can be more open. Yeah. More open about who he is, why he is and all that. He said he literally says like a life with no more secrets. Yeah. And it's sort of ironic because, you know, the camera sort of pans out and up and we see it's been recording him yeah. the entire time. So your secrets are being... Yeah, videotaped, yeah, per se. Revealed. Funny because the next episode is called Dex Lies in Videotape. Uh, that's really funny. So I guess here, before we close out the episode, what is your sort of, I guess, prediction or not even prediction, just where do you sense it's going? I mean, we already you already think or predict that like Rita's going to find out about this. Yeah, I find I think that Rita's going to find out about Lila. I think that Dexter has more feelings for Lila than and he, he, think he does. thinks. Sure. Um or wants to admit to himself at least because I think that he likes the idea of Rita and the kids, but yeah. it's, yeah. you know, um I think that with the surveillance I mean, obviously we know that you dexter can't be caught sure you know there's you know so either he's gonna talk his way out of it somehow or possibly destroy the evidence like he did in the morgue um to just cover that up yeah but um i'm excited to see when he finds out about the surveillance because he doesn't know about the surveillance so i'm excited i'm sure like deb will probably slip something you know um so i'm eager to see how dexter is going to talk his way out of this one or what's going to happen with that you know um, and that's about it, I guess. We're heading into a really fun stretch of episodes where, it, like, everything, all the setup, they start to like come to fruition, come to to play, whatever. Um, so that closes our episode, and we'll we'll get back to uh, deck slides and videotape next week. So on the outro that we're gonna be playing as this episode ends, um, give me I love give me shelter. It's a great song. Um. We were talking this morning. I was showing you like the acape- a- acapella of it. Um, the singer Mary Clayton, and if you you can look all this up on Wikipedia. Um, this is and it's just like you know st- stuff stuff you just kind of know. Um, but you can, anything I'm about to say, I'm just reciting from Wikipedia and the internet. But at the end of the song, when they're singing "Rape Murder," it's just a shot away. The singer Mary Clayton. There's a whole f- cool backstory where, like, in the middle of the night, they were like, oh, my God, we need a woman to sing this. And she came over to the studio in the middle of the night. So as she's singing, and you're going to hear it, as, like, this episode closes out with the music, like, listen to the end if you're interested in this sort of stuff. Because while she's singing Rape Murder, her voice cracks. And I always, I, in my head, it was her vocal cords ripped. Because you could see her, like, her, her voice just kind of definitely changes. Like, yeah. you, just, you hear the crack in it. Actually, what happened? And I was telling you, like, hey, listen, listen to this. this yeah, you could hear her vocal cord rip, and you actually hear Mick Jagger go woo in yeah. the background when she like hits this crazy ass note. She actually had a miscarriage. Oh my god! And she blames it on that that session. That's insane. Yeah, um, that's really sad and really crazy. And it, it adds like a little bit of a layer of creepiness to it. Yeah. Like not a layer of creepiness I enjoy, but. It's just there, and I don't know. I always like that stuff in music where you could hear something that wasn't supposed to be in there. Yeah. Not that it wasn't, but like to hear her vocal cords do that, whatever. Um, so as the episode is closing out, and I assume by this point the music's playing, just listen to the end because I kind of mixed it with the music and the acapella too, uh, so, you, so you could hear it. That being said, 
we can close out this week's episode and we will be back next week to talk lies and videotape bye